Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Dale Lippin in here with Trey Van Buskirk. Trey Van Buskirk, how are you? Right off the rip, dude. Do you think Frozen or Moana had a better soundtrack? Uh, Tough one, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go with... <laughs> I think Frozen has more staying power. Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I got to <laughs> hold on a second here. I think... All right, so oh, so let's get into this. Do you want to build a snowman? Is <laughs> is just fantastic. Uh, and then you have let it go, right? Obviously, right. yeah. But how far I'll go, and you're welcome. Oh man, <laughs> oh bangers, dude. Man, honestly, I could go on and on. I can explain every natural phenomenon. <laughs> the thing is with that, though, is I hate Lin Manuel Miranda, and he wrote all that. So it's hard for me, but I don't know. What, what's your opinion? I'd have to go. I mean, the good thing is we saw the versatility in acting with Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I'm just going to call him Dwayne Johnson. And I think okay. the vocals on that guy, just fantastic, dude, just top notch. You act like he's actually singing his voice is there, but they can make anybody sound good. No, that's not true. 
What are you talking about? Katy Perry has sold a hundred million records and she sounds like somebody is killing a dog with a blunt hammer. She's awful. She's on the voice. You you can't critique singers and have an awful voice. What are you talking about? Yes, you can. Oh, it's actually American Idol. My bad. Luke Bryan is on that and he can't sing for shit either. You shut up right now. You, I love Luke you Bryan. go back to I, Europe. Listen, I love Luke Bryan. He's as American as apple pie, but he can't sing at all. That's ridiculous. He can't. Not to mention the fact he looks like he has four extra chromosomes. Have you seen that guy? What does that even mean? What were you a scientist? That means his chin melts into his neck. It means his whole body looks like a melted candle. Okay. He's just gross. (laughs) He's gross. All right. Voice of an angel, though. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Well, maybe because they, they there are fallen angels in hell. So possibly, yeah, maybe so. Voice of an angel. Yeah, go with you that. You know who else is an angel? Who's that? The new strawweight champ of the world. Oh, Carlos Barza. Yeah, let's talk about your girl for a second. How does... Okay, first of all, I know it feels good <laughs> that Carla won, right? I know you're excited Carla won. But deep down in your heart, you cannot be happy about that fight at all. Well, I scored it for Carla and she won. Oh my gosh. Okay. But did you score it for Carla? Honestly, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. I was yeah. watching the Canelo fight. Okay, but then you did watch it though. No, I literally had the Canelo fight up. After the second round, I was like, I would just as soon watch a snuff video than than finish this. Like you did say I, that last episode. You did. Yeah, I would rather watch Human Centipede 1, 2, and 3 in successive order than watch that fight again. It was yeah. awful. I wish the bodies were as close as the Human Centipede. They were not, oh, though. Boy. They yeah, stayed little, at distance. Yeah, little mouth. Some would argue that. they were a centipede apart. No, well, they were more than a centipede. They were like, uh, <laughs> they were like a, a, a cent a yard. I mean, a cent a yard. dude, they made Michelle Waterson look like she fights in the pocket. Like, that's how... <laughs> That's how far apart they were. My uh, gosh, buddy. Yeah, I know. It was brutal. But celebrate your girl. I'm going to. I'm going okay. to. Rightly so. And she didn't get damaged before her wedding, which is just a, it's just a good, good story all around. You yeah, know what I mean? Get beat up on the wedding night instead. You know what I mean? Hey. hey oh, Bang, bang, Ayo. bang, bang. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Jake cheers in the background of that one. Yes. <laughs> Uh, hey, the wheels are coming off. And Loopy won. Loopy and Carla. Come yeah. on, bro. Come I know. on. I know. Two Mexican princesses the weekend after Cinco de Mayo. You knew that was bound to happen. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I I had a buddy that hit me up right before the fights, and he he had this nervous energy. He goes, he goes, dude, this just sounds super weird and weak, but like I have this like cringe up the back of my neck Ooh. that Tony Ferguson is going to have a life altering moment. Oh, and then the moment that it happened, I texted him and he's like, bro, I, I feel sick. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I don't, I don't even know. Was it a premonition? Should I have called him? Yeah, that was it, dude. Yeah, that's, that was bad. It was bad. Um, it was one of those things that it happened so fast in the moment. I wasn't sure what happened. Right. So, so those of you who, who didn't pay attention, didn't see the fight, or live under a rock. Um, Michael Chandler <laughs> snuffed Tony Ferguson out from existence with a front kick um, while Tony was circling to the weak side. Chandler came like cross body with a front kick and hit him in the face and just 
very ugly, very violent KO. Yeah. Um, not not the level of violence that you normally see. Like there is there. I mean, obviously, it's mixed martial arts. There's, there's violence for sure, but there's there's a sense of control to it. There's a sense of like just hitting the reset button on someone whenever there's a knockout or a TKO and they get back up and it's like a thing, you know, okay. Oh, or and Tony did ultimately get up and leave under his own volition and everything else. But the way Michael Chandler kicked Tony, the way Tony fell and then the way he just laid on the, the mat and then they didn't show him for a long period of time, there was like a sense of foreboding like, Oh, something really, really bad just happened. Um, yeah. It was a level yeah. of violence in a sport of violence that felt very rare. When I saw it, I literally went into uh, my new company's uh, backend system and I was ready to uh, report bereavement. I was excited mm. because I've always wanted to use that as vacation because I don't want to deplete my PTO. I'd rather use bereavement. And Ooh. that seemed like a plausible cause because yeah. he was a dead guy. Yeah. So a good way to plug that you got a new job. And then so congrats on that. Thank you. Two, I don't ever want you to have to use bereavement. It's terrible. Mm. It's terrible. So, But Uncle Tony, I'm sure, would probably approve. He would probably, he would probably. That being said, um, I won't, I will steal it because I saw it on a meme somewhere. If something ever happens to me, and I'm not talking about like an Elon Musk tweet, if something were to ever happen to me, I want you guys to claim me and take, take a day from work. Just take, just take a day. Say, Hey, my buddy, my uncle, my cousin, it's on me. One vacay day on your boy. Right. (laughs) I thought, I thought you were going to see, I saw this, this meme or whatever, where it was like the guy goes, Hey, if I, if I die, baby, I want you to I want you to cremate me and put me into that chili so that when you eat me, I can tear I'll, that I'll, ass up one more time. <laughs> I was like, that's fantastic. I that's mean, fantastic. We could do, you could do that too. You could do that too. <laughs> I would love to. I don't want to be cremated, but if I did want to be cremated, um, I think it'd be cool. Like if we could sell little vials of my ashes on allegianceclothing.com using promo code. <laughs> promo code punch you say 15 percent off the entire thing and then like in unison after depending on when this happens whether it's 50 years from now lord willing or five days from now for the next cub swanson fight like everybody in unison just pull like an amber herd and just just blow, just blow <laughs> me up just give me a little booger sugar in there i think it'd be cool i was thinking of more using you as like a salt and pepper on my steak because if i just oh. go to stayclassymeats.com, type in the code fist i'm gonna get 10 percent off and i gotta put a little bit of dale lip and sugar on my fucking yeah. steak yeah. oh it'll be super <laughs> salty it'll be the fucking it'll be super salt be the salty <laughs> shit you ever put on there you'd be like golly damn aldi bro Whew. a little bit of salt this feels like it's off a little bit golly all right so Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje. We got to address it real quick. Mm. Uh, Charlie Olives is good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's okay. He's pretty fucking good. I did. He's okay now. I don't. I don't understand this version of of Charlie Olives because featherweight Charlie Olives sucked. Yeah. Like I understand, oh Dale, he's nineteen finishes in the UFC. Like he's on his way to the record. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, Dale, he's on a, on a 10 fight win streak, you know, spanning the last three years. I get it. Right. I understand. Right. But this was a guy that was like in the, the the doldrums of the featherweight division for years with weight misses and failed attempts to move to 155 and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's just like everything freaking clicked, man. And he's, he's really good. So good. <laughs> 
Like he's good. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna go and throw this throw this out there now. I you know me. I I love Gaethje um for the king of violence that he is. But if somebody refuses to fight his fight, he is really does not have a plan B. I mean, what are you gonna do? I, I'm surprised you're not you're not addressing the Trevor Whitman situation here. Well, what am I gonna do? What 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 am I gonna say about Trevor Whitman that everybody else has not said already? Like that there's the Rose thing where he's coaching her essentially like she was up four rounds telling her to go out there and have fun in the fifth, pretty much devoid of self-awareness. Everybody's already said that already. I can't, I'm not going to add anything to that. And I believe Trevor Whitman to be a good coach, but like all coaches and all players and all athletes, there are some times where you're on and sometimes when you're off, I believe that Whitman and company just had an off night and domino effect is very real. Seeing Carla win and beat Rose right before Justin walks out, Gaethje's throwing left hooks from his like from the from his ankles. I mean, <laughs> there was two occasions where he swung so hard and was it missed so badly he knocked himself off balance. Yeah, like yeah. come on, I understand you want to knock him out, but come on, like all right. Well, if you're not going to criticize Trevor Women, I want to get you all agitated. What about Pat Barry? Let's talk about I, Pat Barry. I am agitated. Lamar, I live in a state of agitation. I told what I text you. What did I text you before we were like ready to record tonight? What something about your gaping butthole? I I didn't read it all the way through, but Mm. it seemed weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had just a shite work day. Um, Yeah. So the beers have started flowing early, and I said I should be in should be in good form uh, by the time by the time the show runs around. And truth be told, I'm. I've I've got one and a backup ready ready to go. I mean, we're we're after it today. We're after just, it. just so the listeners don't think I'm weird though. You did talk about a gaping butthole. I said I I I believe I said that. Um, I, I you asked me why my day was so bad, and I said I feel like I just got my 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 butthole gaped and okay good by work today. Yeah, it was. I just don't want to think I envisioned that because oh you weird. did you did because yeah I mean that's, that's I did sure. yeah. Yeah, I know you yeah. did. Okay. Do you want to talk about fights this weekend, or do you just want to keep talking about our our bees? Let's do it. Light right. heavyweight, dude. I love no it. Or, no, no. Or, can can we get rid of light heavyweight main events, please? Why? Unless it's a title fight, I don't want to see a light heavyweight main event because I'm going to be honest with you, the light heavyweight division is pretty boring. That's awful to say. It is. It's boring. It's boring. What? The light heavyweight division is boring. Outside of, of, of title fights, it's boring. What you're gonna have Anthony Smith fight somebody else a fucking again? You're gonna have Vulcan Uzdemir just sweat on top of people with his with his hair plugs. We got bro you know, Reyes. Rocket. You got Ray, Rocket. Dude, Reyes you got is still got... asleep from from Yuri. You have Yuri. Yuri. You have you have Yuri. You have Glover. And outside of the two of them, let's just be honest here. We're in the trust tree. Light heavyweight sucks. It sucks right now. It's like this thing where people think because they're good, the di- or they're big, that they're they're better than they are. Like the or that the division is good and it's exciting, bro. What? Just give me give me the last light heavyweight war that you remember. Reyes Jones. When was that? 20. Four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that you, you you have to go four years, your your kids weren't even alive the last time light heavyweight put on a good fight. Well, Reyes Yuri was pretty good too. 
for a round. Yes. <laughs> for a round. Yes. You're absolutely right. I will give you that. It was good for a round. Glover Smith was pretty good with teeth falling out. So Glover just beating Anthony Smith like you owed him money for 21 minutes was good. It's entertaining. It's cringeworthy. I guess. I guess. This it's is like a... watching a Michael Scott thing, dude. It's like I don't really like to watch mm. it, but it's I have to watch it. Dude, Scott's tots makes me un- more uncomfortable than probably anything on earth. That is the biggest anxiety moment of my entire life right there. Is it weird now that I feel like cringe stuff affects me more than like say scary movies like i'm more inclined to watch a scary movie than i am watching something that's like brutally uncomfortable i would rather watch a sex scene next to my parents oh yeah than watch like a michael scott thing or who's that guy that's in um oh man he's he just won like sexiest man alive and he's like just an average joe dude um god what's his name you know it'll come to me it'll come to me you said i look like him and i was like are you freaking kidding me I said you look like the sexiest man alive. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like a sexy thing. Because if it was like a Brad Pitt thing, I would have been like, wow. Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. You're yes, like a golden retriever Paul Rudd. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays you're that like, cringe role. You're like wish.com Paul Rudd. <laughs> Thank 100%. You. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100% less Jewish than Paul Rudd, too. All right, here we go. We've got the uh, fight card. This is at the Apex, right? I don't know. Last time I said it was, and it was in Jacksonville. God. <laughs> Damn it. Let's kick things off, buddy. First fight of the main card, Frank Camacho at 22 and 9, taking on Manuel Torres at 12 and 2. Uh, Dale. Need... Why? He's cursed, bro. I know. Plus 103 on Frank Camacho. Manuel Torres minus 123. Now, here's where we run into an issue. Okay. Mm. This is where the problem comes in. Is that... Frank Camacho was released from his curse by Drew Dober. But we don't know if it works that way because the moment that Drew released him from the curse, Frank was in a car wreck and hasn't fought since. So there's something (laughs) to that. Flip side of that, he's fighting a guy off Dana White Contender Series, which Dana White Contender Series guys are the ultimate fade right now. Yes. So if we fade Dana White Contender Series and take the plus money, we're doing so by taking the cursed Frank Camacho. Right. We have to figure out how to break the curse or if the curse can be broken. Because we know that it was broken whenever Emily Whitmire and Hannah Goldie fought each other. Goldie Mm. broke the curse. Yeah. But is that the only way that a curse can break is if two cursed people fight each other? I mean, that would essentially mean that unless we start getting middleweights and welterweights on the show, Kevin Holland's never going to win again. I don't know. It's, it gives me pause. It gives me hesitation, which makes me want to more gravitate towards the over one and a half here. I say that because Frank Camacho's style, I don't think it's bad out of a hell. No, I also right. think that coming off injuries, that Muay Thai style, a little bit from distance is going to give him a little bit of like hesitancy to engage. So that with a guy that's coming on Dana White Contender Series, that this is the bright light stage. This is it. Here we go. I think there's going to be a moment of feeling out process. So the over one and a half to me seems pretty juicy here. I think it's under, to be honest with you. Wow. I really go under because I I understand your I understand your point, right? That that Frank's not necessarily a bad out of hell, but but in twelve wins by by Mister Torres, eleven of which have been finishes. Scrubs. Eleven. Yes, they're scrubs, but he also has three consecutive round one finishes. 
right? And then if we know Frank, to be honest with you, fight IQ, not the greatest, right? Yeah. Loves the loves the bite down on the mouthpiece and swing. Um, you know, lost to Justin Janes, round one knockout. Lost to your boy Benil Dariush, round Fair. one choke. Makes sense uh, though. Yeah. Lost to Jeff Neal, head kick, first part of round two. Great competition, though. It is great. It is great competition, but I think under one and a half. I just, dude, the car. This sounds super casual, dude, but the car crash thing and the layoff just gives me pause, dude. Well, what do you want it to do? What, what, what? Do you think he's going to be slow? I do. I think he's not going to. I think he's going to feel out. I think this is going to be an ode mm. to like a, a, a Rose Carla moment. It's going to be the first round. It's going to be very uneventful. Then they're going to kick it into second gear. Then we're going to go Vin Diesel third gear. Then someone's going to die. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Somebody's going to Paul Walker. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> How about fight doesn't start round three at minus 140? That is delicious. Let's do fight doesn't start round three minus 140. I just. That's a hard L. Yeah. Just lock. I just want people to see that just. Producer Jake just ripping bowls in the back. I just need. <laughs> just had to throw him in there real quick. I thought it would be bigger on the screen, but he just. For those of you who think that we're just bullshitting, just producer Jake just lighting just lighting the world on fire back there. All right. I could have um, sworn I saw him, Dale, grab his yet orange spoon that looks like it came from Panda Express and yeah. scoop absolutely nothing into his mouth, thinking that it was like orange chicken, eating air. I don't know. Could have sworn I saw it. <laughs> we did skip a fight. This is going to be a six fight main card. So we're going to like, we're going to Quentin Tarantino and go back a little bit. Uh, Jake Hadley, eight and zero, undefeated, taking on Alan Nascimento at 18 and six. Hadley's at a minus 220. Nascimento's at a plus 180 here, Trey. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think Nascimento is the play here, plus money, plus 185. I think, I think that we're getting a lot of UFC London Euro love right now. Hadley's good, but Nascimento, bro, that dude is a finishing machine. 18 uh, wins, 14 of which have come via uh, via stoppage. Hadley, eight career wins, six by stoppage. This fight has does not go the distance written all over it. Uh, but I like the idea of a plus money guy. Real, real, real plus money, plus 185. Nascimento's got some dog in him. What do you think? He does, dude. He's got an aggressive style. Plus, he's no slouch on the ground. He's got a good front guillotine. He's a guy that can like explode forward and find a neck. I, I, I like this guy. I think Dog will fight for your money for sure. And at plus one eighty five, it's juicy beyond belief. Good. I'm, I'm glad you brought up guillotine because we've had we've had a listener reach out to us for two weeks now, asking us to address two questions in the show. And yeah, I forgot. It's forgot. Last week I was by myself, so I forgot. And you're here now and you said it. He wants to know why you don't consider a guillotine a choke. Right. Right. So do you want to it's answer? A, it's a choke. Mm -hmm. I just think it's when people say like, oh, dude, he's he's like a fan. He's got this fucking amazing guillotine choke. It's like, dude, any wrestler, depending on if a guy shoots in and doesn't put his head on the right hip, can get guillotine. Guillotines are not like technical guillotines are wrestling and just you know right here dude i think it's more of a wrestling thing god this is gonna make me sound like the most fucking piece of shit black belt jiu-jitsu guy ever but i'm just saying 
I don't think that you can say like someone's like a fantastic jiu-jitsu artist if they're just doing guillotines all the time, dude. Didn't you say Nascimento has a fantastic guillotine? I did, and that's why I'm smiling during this because he actually has a good one. But I like it because he's not a jiu-jitsu guy. He's he's an outside. He can wrestle, dude. This guy is. I'm putting the I'm putting the jiu-jitsu. I know. Fuck. Fuck. I'm God. Dude, what? God. Dude. I said I like his explosive style. He can wear on you. And if he can do that, there's a guillotine there that's always present, which he seems to always snatch. Jiu-jitsu aside, there you go. Gotcha. And second, I'm just going to bring it up now because I don't know if we'll have an organic way to bring it up. Uh, How do you feel about soccer kicks? Are you pro soccer kick? We haven't talked about that before. Are you pro soccer kick? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm pro soccer kick as well. Yeah. Honestly, I think everything beside like joint manipulation, eye gouges, and nut shots should be pretty much fair game. It's a fight. Yeah. 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 I'm I'd yeah. be all for. I'd be all for get rid of 12 six elbows because nobody knows what those are. And yeah. just allow people to kick the shit out of each other. Like I, I think um I think one of my one of my favorite things, even though it was of zero consequence whatsoever, uh cowboy kicking Miles Jury. When Miles was just laying on his back, and do you remember this when Cowboy was just no. just cranking down? I mean, okay, we'll, we'll have to clip it. Um, Cowboy fought Miles Jury, and Miles fought him. I don't want to say he fought like a bitch, but he he fought fought like a <laughs> he fought like a Rose Carla fight the whole time. Hot. Very end of the fight, he gets knocked down. He's just laying on his back, inviting Cowboy down, and Cowboy just proceeds to just unleash like these very hard very like spite filled kicks into uh jury's legs and butt area and i just can't help but wonder what would have happened if soccer kicks were allowed but the flip side of that though is if soccer kicks are allowed i believe jose aldo might kill somebody that's true or edson barbosa oh my gosh yeah you know what barbosa's on my shit list for a while i i'm kind of edson and i we're we're taking a break what? Why? We're, just, we're taking a break. He's just, I don't know, man. He's not doing it for me lately. Okay. That's fair. Right. That's fair. Hey, real quick. Didn't yeah. address it. Did you mm-hmm. cry? Get any misty? I know you're a very emotional guy. Did you, did you cry <laughs> at all? You. What the fuck are you talking about? No, you're super emotional. It's fine, dude. That's actually really manly in some cultures. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> you're the worst. What? No, I just want to know if you cried when DC got inducted into the Hall of Fame. I no, not at all. Not Why? at all. <laughs> You're the fucking worst. I know I didn't cry. What? It's it's okay. I just want to know why you didn't cry. Like a lot of people did. Did you cry? No, because I'm a fucking man. But I was just curious <laughs> if you did. No, I did not. No. Okay. No, no tears. No tears fell from my eyes when DC got right. it. And first, <laughs> You're the worst person. Um, I, you completely took me off my game, which doesn't happen very often. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, ask me about a guillotine again, you fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, No, DC was a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's the UFC has become like, if you could add two letters to it, it'd be UFC DC. Like, it's he's everywhere. (laughs) They literally have him doing everything. Like, he's literally, I mean, both literally and figuratively, he's got his fingers in every pie. I mean, he is, he's just you can't turn around in the UFC without bumping into that guy. So it was a given. It was, it was, well, is, is Felder going to get into the, in the hall of fame then? 
Uh, probably not. I don't imagine. I think that at a certain point they might consider his fight with Dan Hooker as a, a Hall of Fame fight. He might get in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, him versus Dan Hooker in uh, Australia was just bananas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. Yeah. And he was robbed. But yeah, I mean, it was a crazy fight. Absolutely yeah. crazy. All right. Speaking of crazy, let's let's get into it because I know you've been you've been waiting with bated breath here. Caitlin Chukagian at 17 and 4, taking on Amanda Hebus at 11 and 2. Chukagian at a minus 180. Hebus at a plus 155. All right, can we just can we put this to bed? Every time that Caitlin Chigayan comes up, we say, "Well, man, we she's don't not, know if we're going to take her because she's always one foot in, one nope, foot out." She talks not. about wanting to start a family. No, nope. nope. she's not going to start a family. She's addressed this already. She said she's not going anywhere. She's going to be around for a long time. So she's essentially put the ovaries on the back burner. Um, she's frozen the eggs. She's just gonna she's gonna rock and roll. She's gonna try to win a title, which. Hell, at this point, who's to say that she can't, right? I mean, Carla just won without landing a punch, so anything's possible. Caitlin Chukagian wins fights without punching people all the time. Yeah. So this can happen, right? Yeah. Um, so we can put that that narrative about Caitlin to bed here. But women's science, I mean, women's science has Amanda Hebus at plus 150. but And because of that, we're getting Caitlin at a minus 175, which Caitlin – Caitlin Chukagian by decision is like just the most free money bet mm. that's ever existed in, in, in all mm. of free money bets. Preach. But in doing so, we have to directly contradict science. Do we, mm. is, this a, is this a Trojan horse? Is this a Trojan horse? Oh, man. Um, dude, we, we have been fading women's science for some time, and it's been know, biting it's so us dumb. in the ass. Why are we doing that? I don't know. And this one is so unique to fade because, you know, you have the jiu-jitsu of Amanda Hebus, but you have the point striking and the length and the reach and the movement around around the cage. Granted, we're in the apex, but Caitlin is just, by decision, is like peanut butter and jelly. It just goes together. It's plus 130. Oh, it's plus money. So technically, it's women's science. We're gonna put a poll up for that. That's if the that's if the people come back and say Caitlin Chukagian at plus money for by for a by decision play equals women's science, yeah, then we'll play it. Okay, I'm still gonna play it though. I probably should. Yeah, <laughs> we should probably. This is what we should probably do. We should probably play. We'll just do like we'll just do unit math real quick. We should probably do like a half a unit play on Hebus money line. Hmm. Mm. What? Oh, we a should quarter. just juice it, dude, by a sub. She's not going to knock Caitlin out. What? Hebus is going to knock someone out? She gets knocked out know. fucking standing. She, well, yeah, most people get knocked out standing because you're throwing punches while standing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> what is that? He goes to sleep in a bed. Yeah, most <laughs> people do. That's <laughs> that is ground and pound. Yeah, there is ground and pound. I just I don't see that happening, and I don't see Eva submitting her either. Um, Caitlin oh. won't get close enough to her. She's not going to get close enough. 
Keith in the chat, dude, throwing down some fucking fight words right now. Dale is the Dr. Fauci of women's science. That, uh, I don't oh. even know what that means. <laughs> Keith. Heat. Hot, Depend hot, hot. I'm going to assume, Keith, that as much as you've, you've listened to our show, you know how I feel about certain people. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you intended that as an insult. And I'm gonna assume we're fighting right now. I'm gonna assume that you meant that in an insulting fashion, Keith. And uh, so yeah, I want to take Hebus. Let's just fuck it. I'll take her. I'll let pressure me into it. You'll take Hebus money line. I'll take Caitlin uh, by decision at plus money. Sure, why not? That sounds fair. Real quick, um, I don't know that Hebus has won a fight since she had her, since she got her boyfriend. Mm. Like, mm. remember, remember for a while, like pre Fight Island knockout, Hebus was like people were like, "Oh, man, Hebus, yeah." And she was on Instagram and Twitter. She had yeah, she had, she had the cakes out. It was like a bakery, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. She's yeah. cakes out everywhere. And then she got a boyfriend. She stopped posting on everything. Well, it was the transition, dude. And it now was she's the, the Paige Van Zant to everyone's jumping on the he bus, mm -hmm. and now she's got a boyfriend. The he bus. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> all aboard the he bus, dude. I can't take that though. I never. Oh, I somebody that. else said that. Yeah, it was. Um, oh. Who was the the old school capper on the Anakin Florian uh, podcast? The guy that went to. Uh, oh, Ian uh, Parker. Ian Parker, dude, that's his thing. Ian Parker said that. Yeah, and he he does that's the all the all aboard witty. the he boss honk honk. It was it was fantastic. That's incredibly witty for Ian. <laughs> no, dude, that's good. The guy's a he's he's a good dude. I'm not saying he's not a good dude. We I've talked to Ian quite a bit. I I I I enjoy his content quite a bit. I just that's it's a very that's a dude, that's very good wordplay. I don't know. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. It's a good. One. Where'd we land on this? You're taking Chukagian by decision, and we're going to small sprinkle Hebus money line for women's science purposes. Got it. Yes. Cool. All right. Next fight. David Grant, Lewis Smolka. Smolka at 17 and 8. David Grant, 13 and 6. Minus 300 for David Grant. Plus 240 on Lewis Smolka. I don't want to live in a world, Trey, where David Grant is a minus <laughs> Never. 300 against anybody. Where are these Europeans getting so much freaking love, dude? I honestly, I think it's because everybody like Davy Grant had a little moment in the sun where nobody could see that that wild left hand coming, and he just started stinging people with it. Yeah, yeah. And Smolka tough, is dude. there to be stung. <laughs> well, yeah, but Smolka's also got length and reach, dude, and he never engages really. Ah, he just got. Who just fucking snuffed him from existence not too long ago? Who was that? You're into this word snuff tonight. I'm I know. Kidding. I know. I've said it like four times. I'm never, I'm not going to say it again. You're right. I don't really know what it means. Oh like, man. You know what it was here? Here's, here's, here's where this is coming from. The genesis of why I keep saying snuff is that uh, <laughs> Barstool put up a thing about like Marty Mush. No, I don't know who that is. Um, About the top Nicholas Cage movies. They did like a Nicholas Cage draft sick and nobody put up eight millimeter no idea what that is right so uh eight millimeter is a movie with with nicholas cage where he is a private investigator that is tasked with tracking down the 
the a person or the origin of a snuff movie that was found in somebody's like house or like, it's been a couple of years since I've seen it. But mm. um, a snuff movie. Are you familiar with what a snuff movie is? Yes. Are you? You said you. You know. I'm just want to. No, sure. I am. Yeah. It's okay. The yeah, I got it. No, you were going to say. <laughs> go ahead. What, what were you going to say? No, I, I'm pretty sure I understand what that is. It's okay if you don't. I'm just asking. Like, do you know what? Like, I'm not trying. This isn't a. This isn't an attempt to poke you. That's I the just, the sex with the death thing. It can be. Yeah. It's just. It's basically somebody getting killed on film or something like super dark, torturous, illegal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the okay. yeah, you got it. Listen, I'm not I was just sometimes I am messing with you, but this is not that. I was just making sure okay. we're on the same page. So um, this was your favorite movie of all time. It's not my favorite movie of all time, but I was pissed that they didn't do this because the, the problem is Nicolas Cage is a movie that just came out that everybody's very excited about, and now everybody's acting like they're Nicolas Cage fans. And I don't like that whenever it's like trendy to like people, you either like them or you don't. Like if you're mm. not if you're not with me for my raising Arizona, you don't deserve me at my Mandy or my pig. Like that's, that's, the, that's it. So it just makes no me, it just makes me upset. About. You've I never just, seen raising Arizona. No, the only movie I can Bro. like wholeheartedly remember, which was a fantastic movie was con air. Greatest movie of all time. Probably. I, uh, you have, I will vouch for this. You have called con air, the greatest movie of all time, several times. It's true. Drop the bunny. Yeah. You have you have said you have said that um, you are you have, it's crazy you have said that multiple times you're a big Paul Walker guy and you Con Air is your uh, who was the bad guy in Con Air was it Billy Bob Thornton John Malkovich oh, dude. John Malkovich yeah John Malkovich yeah you know what's interesting Nicolas Cage went away very like quickly much like Brendan Fraser what happened to that dude Brendan Fraser uh, I think he got into the alcohol a little bit ah got into the booze cut waters. Got into some cut waters. Yep. Um, yeah. Made yeah, himself think, a mummy. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Brent yeah. Fraser was it for a while, bro. <laughs> that dude was it for a while. Uh, yeah. So. All right. A lot of money. I think, I think things with Nick Cage started to go wrong when he married Elvis's daughter, bought an illegal Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, fossil for like $200 million. And then bought a bunch of islands and had them all repossessed from, which I don't know how you repossess an island. I don't know. Is Elvis's daughter Asian? She's not. No. I felt like he was into the whole Asian thing for a minute. Mm, he might like have been. He married a bunch of them. Not not a bunch of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand. It's okay. Um, you'll be okay. The uh, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if Elvis was into Asian Asian chicks or not. No, no, I didn't mean Elvis. I said Nick Cage was. Oh, you're saying Nicolas Cage was into Asian chicks? Yeah. Oh, well, you asked if Elvis's daughter was Asian. Because you said he married Elvis's daughter. He did, Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, that's the daughter. That's the daughter, yeah, who is okay. not Asian. Okay. She looks like Elvis. She might be Elvis. That's a conspiracy theory. Maybe Elvis just got a sex change. Hmm. Interesting. It's possible. They cut hmm. the wiener in half, and then they fold it back in, and they press it up. And well, it becomes, comes it's easy, in. easy to do um, in 2022. So for sure, for sure. Uh, all right. So we didn't talk about Davy Grant versus Lewis Smolka at all here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that fight wasn't mentioned at all. Uh, here's the thing, buddy. Davy Grant minus 300 range is yikes. Um, I don't think Lewis Smolka at plus 260 
holds a lot of value either because I think Davy Grant probably knocks Lewis Smolka out. Uh, two and a half is interesting considering Smolka's coming off a loss. He got knocked out very quickly in round one by Vince Morales. Uh, lost in round one to Casey Kenny prior to that, and then lost in round one to trial choke Matt Schnell. So Lewis Smolka, if he's losing, it's a round one kind of deal, right? Right. If he's winning, his last two wins have come in the first and the second round. I think under two and a half is the play here. That's under solid. two and a half. I think Davy Grant's path of victory is knockout. If Lewis Smolka wins or loses in his last six fights, it has come in the first round. So first or second round. So under two and a half, I think is the play. I like that. I like that. that. I feel like we're doing really safe plays. I'm really confident in what we've done thus far. Well, you know, I just do what I can, man. I it's like, we got away from the idea of trying to make people money. And we just (laughs) leaned into our degenerate gambler side. And that's not smart. So minus 155 on the under two and a half. That's, that's good. I like it. Let's fuck around and just get a perfect card this time. Let's do it. Let's do it. it. Hey, guys, just real quick. This is going to be a perfect card. (laughs) Just throwing throwing this one out. Even though we both, even though we just already said we were going to play both sides of the Caitlin Chukagi and Amanda Hebas fight, we're going to go perfect this card. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Jake says he has a ton of Elvis memorabilia, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. He also named his son after Superman, which was very, I don't know. That's that's kind of my goal. I want to have so much money that I can name my future kids after whatever I want. It's cool. Yeah. It's like Gwen Stefani's like, kid's name's Apple or some shit. It's well, like, that's, that's cool. That's Gwyneth Paltrow. Same, same difference. Both Gwens. You're right. Yeah, Gwyneth is a fan is a fancy Gwen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You so you live in California. Do you see a lot of celebrities? Occasionally. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? And oh, don't man. say the guy that killed bin Laden because bin Laden's still alive. So don't say him. Who's the most famous person you met? This one's really good for you. Actually, the gym that I went to in college mm-hmm. was off campus because I didn't I wanted to like train in solitude. You know, I didn't want to show the ladies the buys and tries. Right. Um, what so, what steroids were you on then? Uh, Trend X fifty. Okay. Some Deca Durbo maybe. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Sprinkled that in. <laughs> yeah. On the top. Okay. Go ahead. The gym I went to was this kind of undercover one in Malibu um, called Malibu Fitness. Not a very undercover name. Let's say it sounds exactly like you think it would. I yep. bet. It, bet it was a gym. Upstairs. I went right over to do work on the glamour muscles, did some, some chest action, right. some dips with the heavy, like, yeah, but with like the chain, you know, like the rock status. So it makes it look like you're working way harder. Like I was doing dips with chains, you know, and I look you over my, doing, I don't believe this fucking story. You were doing dips with chains. Yeah. I mean, they weren't heavy chains. They were like plastic, but whatever. Okay. All right. I'm doing dips and looking over my massive triceps, dude. And guess who I see to my left? Male or female? Male. Okay. And I'm going to really like this. All right. Um, Jason Statham. No. Damn it. Always has his shirt off. Zach Efron. Close, but no. Oh, gosh. Pete Davidson. No. Damn it. Great body, very tan. Great body, very tan. (laughs) Yeah. Idris Elba. All right, all right, all right. Yeah? Boom. Matthew McConaughey to my left. Then look over my other massive tricep to my right. 
guess who's working on the other side of me? Oh my gosh. All right. Not any of the two people I said already. No. Okay. Woody Harrelson. No. Good. Owen Wilson. Nope. Think 007 wears good, wears a suit very well. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan to my right. Then, dude, I decide, well, my my neck needs to be worked out. And I hear this song behind me. And this chick is just twirling from the ceiling. And I'm like, who is this chick with very short hair who's a fantastic pop singer whose name is a fucking color? Wait a second. Hold on a second. So you went to a place called Malibu Fitness that's supposedly an undercover gym. Yes. And you went upstairs and were doing yep. dips with a chain yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and to your right was um, Pierce Brosnan. Yep. And to your left was Matthew McConaughey. Yep. And, and then- behind you, suspended from the ceiling like a Cirque du Soleil performer. Yes. Was Pink? Yes. There's, and this who like was helping with the ropes was Carrie Price. Or no, what's his name? Carrie Hart. Carrie, Carrie, Hart. Carrie Hart helping with the... the what the, exercise is done like that where you're suspended from a ceiling? What, what it's ge- like a yoga thing, I think. <sighs> this sounds like a fever dream. Were you on mushrooms? No, I was there. I was there. Yeah, but like was your third eye open? Were you like... My third eye was doing something. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like pink smells bad. She looks like a no. chick that doesn't believe in deodorant. Like she just enjoys her natural musk. Yeah, like Katy Perry. Yeah. 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 Katy Perry probably smells like sulfur. Or children's blood. Yeah, 100%. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> they say demons smell like like chemical so i imagine that katie like perry pennies. smells very kept like like hot pennies yeah oh speaking of which bro speaking of pennies hold on check this out hmm. what i got the other day I'm oh. excited bag of coins going to coin yep. star later yep 100% bro <laughs> check these things out got a bunch of these freaking things bro that whole you act like coins are still not part of the U.S. currency or something. Uh, coins are extremely hard to find right now. And whenever the financial systems collapse, you're going to want coins. So I would suggest getting some. But I got oh I got some of these brand new bad boys. Look how fucking shiny and new these things are. Uh, the only problem is, is they've got this like weird thing on the back. How old are the, you? Huh? How old are you? How old am I? I'm 36. You sound like you're 66. Dude. I'm not collecting them. This is so I, I can look, man. You can talk all you want. You want to talk all you want. But that crazy joker looking skin walking lizard went out there today <laughs> talking about, oh, we're going to combat inflation. It's the number one thing that we're worried about. The CPI numbers come out tomorrow, Trey. I would be shocked. If it's under 9%, you and I both know when you go to the grocery store, everything is at least 15 to 20% more expensive. And they're lying and trying to tell you that the CPI numbers are only 7%. Get the fuck out of here. It is at <laughs> least, at least 12 to 15. And they're going to come out tomorrow and say it's like 9.3. Watch, watch. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. All right. All right. Yeah. You, you, you know what else you know was interesting today? Hmm. Is my man was like, Oh, there's 200 million tons of wheat and oat in Ukraine that we can't get out. Bro, Nancy Pelosi traveled through time, that little 
fucking vampire and went over there and was somehow able to walk around downtown Kiev with Zelensky. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi just flew in to a war zone because, you know, I don't know, third in command of countries fly into war zones all the time. War zones. She flew in, flew out. You two and Bono are there playing guitar for people out in fucking state in, in, in their version of, of, of station square. They're just, they're jamming out, having a good old time, but yet we can't get 200 million tons of wheat out of there. You know why he said that? Because they're going to say that those 200 million wheat, 200 million pound, tons of wheat were destroyed by Putin, Putin, as he calls them. <laughs> We're destroyed by him, and that's why we won't have any wheat or oats this upcoming fall. It has no, yeah, oh, it's it's Putin's fault. No, no, mm mm, mm bro. They're trying to starve you out. Sounds like I should get some Irish steel cut oatmeal versus coins. Yes, uh, Jake says, what do coins have to do with this? Coins have to do with the fact that that ultimately, what you what you physically can touch will be what you own. So the same reason why I hate downloading digital music, because if I don't have, if something were to happen to the device or if somebody were to hack my account, I don't have music anymore. So I don't download movies. I still buy DVDs because I want to physically own the thing that I have. I want to physically have it. So you can't take it from me. <laughs> Coins are that. I'm fucking laughing at you all you want. No, laugh. I just feel like I have this picture of you in a bunker with a bunch of coins and CDs around you, just holding them for dear life. Like they're fucking coming. <laughs> Hey man, I don't care if they are or not. It doesn't matter. But here's here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Fuck you. Here's the thing. Shit hits the fan, right? What 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 am I gonna if 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 you and I don't have internet, how can I give you Bitcoin to pay for something? Oh, I don't even understand Bitcoin. I would never buy it. Yeah. I but you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, that's like, retarded. Or yeah. or if uh, like you don't have money in the <laughs> bank. Like you know you don't have money in the bank. You have the promise of your money. Like you don't have. You couldn't like physically go to the bank. Like if everybody went to the bank and tried to get pull their money out, they couldn't do it. It's the promise of money, <laughs> right? It, your your money isn't physically there. So if the bank shuts down, where's your money go? Back if you to the can't physically pocket, dude. If you can't physically touch it, it's not yours. I'm just saying. I'm just old timey. I don't care. You fuck. Say I'm an old man. I'll sit in my bunker with all my silver and all my gold. If I had silver and gold, which I don't. Um, and all right, we'll so you're putting, all, you're putting all your bag of pennies on Davy Grant under two and a half. Mm, I'm just that fight to end under two and a half. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> you know what did I text you? What did I text you today or yesterday? Uh, see, I don't know. It was, oh, uh, Michael Jackson's not dead. Michael Jackson's not dead, yep. But also, it's Iwan Kutalaba Fight Week, baby. Oh, mm, dude. Mm, I love me some Iwan Kutalaba Fight Week. The only thing that's more exciting than the Iwan Kutalaba Fight Week is a Cub Swanson Fight Week. Mm, very different. Uh, Iwan Kutalaba is the genesis of Caucus Mountain Warrior. Like, this is right. this is homage to the OG uh, when we talk about Caucus Mountain Warrior. Iwan Kutalaba. He's here. Yes. Minus 210 yeah. against Ryan Spann, plus 180, over and around is a one and a half. We're taking him, right? I mean, it's Cox Mount, Mountains all day, all day. 100%, 100%. Inside the distance, though. Yeah. Really? You don't want to do decision? I kind of want to do Ian Kutalaba KO sub drop. Hmm. 
let me look it up. I wasn't aware that we were going to, we were going to go that way. I thought that you were going to lean into the Ewan wrestle heavy approach. Mm. Mm. I do love the Ewan wrestle heavy approach. Um, but Ryan Span Superman sucks. Yeah, he's not great, huh? He's not good. Yeah. He's not good. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm looking up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find. Normally, normally I would like to go Kutalaba by the wrestle heavy style and play the over. But as we've seen in his past couple of fights, dude, he fights like a fucking Justin Gaethje, like a drunk bar fighter recently. It's like who? He, Ian Kutalaba, dude. No, his last fight, well, you called it perfectly. I said you were dumb, but you called it like you nailed it. Um, the um, help me I know here. where he where he just elongated the fight, but prior the to that, Devin the, Clark fight, he out wrestled Devin Clark. The two fights prior to that, though, he fought like a crazy man. That's why I was like, dude, he needs oh, to like to save his job because he was on a like what three fight lose skid before that fight. Uh, lost before three out of four. Fight? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like, man, he's got a, he's got a pink slip on his locker. If he loses this thing, he needs to play it safe. This time, co-main event slot, he's going to come in, feel the bright lights. He's going in for blood. The Hulk's going out for kill, dude. Okay. All right. I don't have a TKO sub prop yet, but I've got a Kutalaba um, inside the distance at minus 165. Mm. Brings it down a little bit. Um we can try that. You want to do that? I like that. Okay. Yeah. Kutalaba inside the distance, minus 165. Yep. My concern with this fight, I'm just going to say this, is this feels like some dumbass fight that Ryan Spann's going to win and somehow keep his job. When when realistically he has, like at this point, very little reason to still be on the roster outside of the fact that light heavyweight division sucks. Um, you know, I... I I feel like he should be probably on his way out, but this feels like a fight for some stupid reason that he would win. And I, there's no, there's no analytics behind it. There's no stats behind it. I want Iwan Kutalaba to win. And I think nine times out of 10, he's a better fighter. This just feels like some stupid thing. This just feels like some dumb thing where Ryan Spann's going to catch him and knock him out. And I hate it. And I hope that's Uh, not the case. I don't think so. Okay. Excellent. Okay, Kuzalaba TKO. Yeah. Minus two sixty or minus one sixty-five. I like cool. it. All right. Main event of the evening. Jan Blahovitz taking on Alexander Rockish. Um, buddy. This is this is where the, I'm torn here because you have Jan, who we know and love, 28-9, taking on Rockage, 14 and 2, who's a killer. Um Rockage at a minus one ninety. Blahovitz plus one sixty five. Over on around is at four and a half. This, I mean, you're talking about a guy who was the light heavyweight champ once removed from a from from his belt, and he's a he's a pretty sizable dog here, a decent sized dog against Alexander Rockage. I feel like Jan plods too much, or he, ha- uh, he has in his yeah. pa- past couple fights. When you look at Rockage, one thing everyone loves is his footwork. Mm. Those you know long you know kicks that he can kind of get going. He's got a good, well-rounded game. He's strong. He's durable. He can take a punch. I think his cardio is fantastic. Not to say Jan's doesn't have great cardio himself, but I just think that you have someone that's going to be a little bit lighter on his feet is going to be able to actually out-volume Jan, I think, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I think the volume is going to be there. I just see a little bit of like, you know, Jan had his moment in the sun. 
Rocket, much like a Yuri and stuff like that, are on their way up. This is kind of his moment to like put himself into a really, really like big, you know, contention spot. Hmm. Do you? I, just, I want to give you a little tidbit. What is one thing that every fighter in the main and the co-main have in common, besides being light heavyweights? I have no idea. They are. They all have wins over Devin Clark. Doesn't tell me much, though. No, it doesn't. But I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that 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 all of these guys that well that Devin Clark has lost to all these guys. So um, I just I don't know. I, I didn't have a point attached to that. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think Jan is plotty. Uh, the footwork is not great, and the legs are small compared to the upper body. I feel like Rockage is going to target them early and often. Um, that's his path to slowing Jan down. And getting rid of the uh, "quote unquote" legendary Polish power, uh, I I love Jan quite a bit, and I think that not enough attention is played to the run that he had prior to becoming champ. If you look at who he beat um, on his way there, right, like just just a quick little little run through of the wins, getting him to the champion uh, championship status: Devin Clark, Jared Cannonier, Jimmy Manawa, Nikita Krylov, Luke Rockhold, Jacare. Corey Anderson, Dom Reyes, and Izzy. So ain't no joke. That's a that's a murder. That's a murderer's row. Yeah. Um, and he came through with flying colors, and then obviously lost to Glover. But you know, Glover's while in his twilight, still still looking pretty prime right now. So it's it's very interesting, man. Very interesting. I think that I I feel like this is accurate. Um, I'm going to go under four and a half. I was going to say, there's is that right? Producer Jake, is that right under four and a half? That seems so high. It it does, but it also, <laughs> the last like six, well, not six, that's that's a lot. Like the last four light heavyweight main events have gone the, gone the distance. Mm. So. I love yeah. under four and a half. That's fantastic. Okay. Dude, Apex Cage, those two behemoths charging like fucking rams at each other. I love it. I think the leg kicks are going to be real. Those are going to hurt. They're going to be so yeah. real. So yeah. real. Like Rocket's fire. Golly, man. The Rocket is real. That's a great name, too. Great. Great name. Yeah. All right. Let's do some prelims. Let's do it. All right, man. Uh, did they rebook Cowboy and Lozon for this, this event? I saw that, dude. Did Where they? did I see that? I don't know. Is it on I here? Saw that. That would no, there's no way they did that. You know why? Uh, why? Because Cowboy needed a crowd, dude. Last two fights he needs he needs a crowd. No, he said he's got one more fight after this one. After he loses this one, he's gonna fight one more time. Yeah, that's what I said. He's got two more fights and he wants to be in front of a fanfare, wants to do it for, for young Daxon. So it's not on this one? I don't know. I saw a notification come on my phone, and then I just didn't see it. All right. Well, let's pretend it's not. Cool. Nick Maximov, 8-0. Andre Petrovsky, 7-1. Oh, God. Yep. Why are yep. we going to just keep talking about this Nick Maximov just because he he's friends with Nick He is minus 410 against Andre Stupid. Petrovsky. Minus 410. I don't understand that at all. Um, or, well, Nick – or. Hell, Jake got him at a better line. Minus 375. Petrovsky coming back at a plus 310. 
Um, Austin says they did it for two seventy five. Thank you for the cowboy yeah, Lozon thing. Thanks. We'll put that on the bam, bam. Um, Nick Maximov's pretty good, buddy. I mean, good cardio, good wrestling. Everybody's going to talk about how he's like Diaz camp, which you should love. Two oh nine. You love sucking off the Diaz, bros. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, double uh, handies. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you always take it too far. Nick, Nick Maximov, do we like him at minus 375? I feel like I've seen quite a few people this last week um, on the Petrosky train here. Do you, do you feel that way? Great beard on Petrosky, by the way. Great beard, great, great beard. wrestling. <laughs> Mm, Nick Maximoff is going to have the better wrestling. Yeah, you're right. Not very good cardio. Um, Nick's probably going to win this fight, but I'm never laying minus 375 on someone that's fairly untested. Mm. Um, I do like inside the distance for this fight, though. Let me ask you a question. How does Nick Maximoff go from co-main event to curtain jerker on a very weak card, by the way? Super weak card. How does that happen? Good question. Well, it's probably because Nate's fuming right now with Dana. And he's Did like, he? fuck you. I'm going to bump your boy down a little bit until mm. you come to terms, son. I feel like I've seen a lot of Petrosky by KO, TKO this week God, as well. Dude, if you're going to do that, just play a money line. <laughs> just play a money line? No, seriously. Like, what? No, I mean, dude, Nick's going to slow this fight down. I don't know. Bet 365 has Petrosky inside the distance at plus 1,000. It's ridiculous. Plus 1,000. 10 to 1 on your money. What do you think? No. No? No. Just Petrosky money line? Yep. But we're not doing that. We're doing Maximov money line. You think Maximov money lines play? It has to be. Okay. Uh, If he doesn't get knocked out, I think he wins. I mean... That's Petrovsky got one path to victory. It's like over wrestling, strength, bull, yeah. silverback, hammer fist. That's really it. Um, That's really all Nick has, though. I think he's got that just that just smother wrestle, like that not do a whole lot with it, smother wrestle. Yeah. 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 Like he's like a Bilal Muhammad of sorts. Oof, God, this is going to be a fantastically <laughs> fun fight to watch. <laughs> Nothing says fun and excitement like Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> uh, Golly. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> From the hills of Palestine <laughs> to the mean streets of Chicago. Fuck, You'll remember the name Bully B. Be there or be square. What is it? $29.99. Buy $29.99 will get you your seat, but you'll only need the edge. That's retarded. <laughs> oh man. That's how I feel about Bala Muhammad, man. All right, we gotta rip through these prelims. I hear I hear screams, dude. Fireworks, explosions. <laughs> Bala Muhammad. All right. Carlos Candelario, Tatsura Tyra, 
there's they just rebooked it um we're yeah, we already talked about it. We, yeah, yeah we're, we already talked about it. Go back two episodes. We already talked about this one. <laughs> Take time. Uh, yeah. Vernon John Jaroba and Angela Hill. Angela Hill's 13 and 11. That's a real record. Uh, Vernon John Jaroba <laughs> is 17 and three. You can't sneak up on Verna. Fun fact. <laughs> Verna so has I, <laughs> she's got eyes like a dragonfly, bro. You can't sneak up on her. No. You cannot. No. You cannot. Those things are on the side of her head. <laughs> Is it real? Is Verna real? Yes, yeah, she's very real. No, no, no. Is her eye real? Oh, that's a great question. Bisping fought with a fake eye. I think Verna's is real, though. Man, it's so off, off like center. It's it's very lazy. It's, it's insane. very lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it sure. kind of pops out like the Taco Bell dog. It's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 out. It's almost like she has Graves' disease a little bit and it's lazy. It's very <laughs> yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah. But she's going to murder Angela Hill, right? No, she's not. Angela Hill's going to win this fight. What are you talking about? Angela Hill is 50? <laughs> oh, bro. Angie Hill is – we better – you have to bet her every time. She will either win or she will lose by split decision. Angela Hill. No. Women's science, you can't what does Angela Hill suck at? Everything. But she is gonna, she's going <laughs> to win this fight, plus 150. She has no ground game. Verna is a freaking BJJ world champ. She oh. she knows how to use it when she wants to. She can, in fact, throw. Someone's going to fall down. Angela Hill does not have the best takedown defense on the fucking planet. Verna John Arodova, if minus 175 is too rich for you, throw a sub prop on there, dude. Angela Hill's going night-night. You are absolutely high. Like, I thought you were high before, but you're definitely high now. There is no way on the planet Earth, that Verna Jean Jaroba is choking out Angela Hill. What are you talking about? Perfect. I'm so happy you said that because then we're going to do that SpongeBob thing where it says a few, a few moments, moments later. later. <laughs> a few moments later. I just want the record to show that when I did that to you, uh, that one time, you were big mad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's not very... The, the, here's something for the listeners. It's not very often that Trey gets mad at me. But there are a few occasions where I can tell that he's agitated with me. <laughs> whenever the Jason Witt, whenever Jason Witt got knocked out after you said Jason Witt has a great chin, Semmelsberger <laughs> knocked him out in the first 40 seconds of that. And then I clipped that with the SpongeBob a few moments later and posted it. You didn't text me for the rest of the night. You were mad. That's unfair, though. This is a new <laughs> rebirth of Semi the Jetty, dude. This is, like, so different. You, that was the start of his run, so you, not You were fair. mad. You were mad. Not fair. <laughs> not fair. All right, you're on Angela Hill on Janaroba by sub. Why are you fading? Listen, I'm, I'm talking you off the ledge. I, I hate Angela Hill. I know I you do. do not think it's she's women's good. science. It's women's science. She doesn't you, count. She overuses the no. She overuses the spell, dude. She fights as much as Cowboy used to. Hmm. No, we don't. We don't. No, in doses. In doses. This is Angela Hill with a full training camp. Doesn't matter. Wow, I can't believe you're fading women's science like this. All right, I don't really know what to do with that. Michael Johnson taking on Alon Patrick. Patrick at fifteen and three. Michael Johnson at twenty and seventeen. Again, a real record for a guy that fights in the UFC, but. MJ's a favorite here, minus 150 on Patrick, plus 130 over and around two and a half. We got to go MJ, right? Dude, we've always said the one fighter in the UFC yeah. who has fought everyone and yeah. fought the best, Michael yeah. Johnson. So yeah. against Aline, do you, you don't call it Allen, you call it Alon. 
Alon. Alon Patrick. Alon, dude. Fighting Alon Patrick. Give me a break. I actually would take it as quickly as possible, right? Because it's just only get it worse for Michael Johnson as it gets closer to the fight. That's what I I think. Maybe, yeah. Minus 150 seems like a steal. Dude, I just... Every time he fights, we have to read the list. Do you want to read the list? Yeah, just do it. It's so gnarly. Tony Ferguson, Danny Castillo, Miles Jury, Reza Madotti, Joe Lozon, Gleason Tebow, Melvin Gillard, Edson Barboza, Benil, <laughs> Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier, Khabib, Gaethje, Elkins, Feely, Lobov, Emmett, Stevie Ray, Tiago Moises, and Clay Guida. Dude. How's <laughs> that guy standing? It's just the 145 and 155 murderers. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Disgusting. Now he's lost four in a row, so it's not like he's <laughs> right, right, right. But when it's all said and done, people forget that Michael Johnson slept Poirier Ooh. and beat Barboza. But let me just say this. When it's all said and done, I wonder, because Michael Johnson's one of the few guys that you hear about, always one of those guys that you hear about being a, a killer in the gym, right? Right. And not being afraid of anybody. And there's tons of footage out there of him sparring with everybody, like from light heavyweights down to like Kamara Usman. Like he, he'll spar with everybody. I just wonder if a guy like Michael Johnson, when 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 the book closes on that career, if people or if he will wonder if he left some of the best parts of himself in the gym, getting oh. getting in wars in the gym. And, and sparring with guys that he shouldn't have been sparring with and just, just taking some miles off the tires. That's a fair call out. I just wonder, I mean, and again, I don't, I don't know Michael that's, I and mean, it may not be fair to say, but uh, you know, th- who, how he competes is well known and what kind of teammate he is, is also well known. And I just wonder if that's, that's just when it's all said and done, if that's something that, that he'll wonder about. He was winning the Josh Emmett fight right. up until that last second knockout. Like that was, he was winning that fight, was going to mm-hmm. win. Um, and then the loss to Stevie Ray was a majority decision, you know? And then, I mean, Tiago Moises, ankle lock, what are you going to do with that? So, <laughs> I mean, what, you, you can't tough your way out of that. He's going to snap your shit. So, you got to tap. We're on MJ, though, minus 150. Easy. Yep. All right. Your favorite female fighter of all time, bro, here. We go the featured prelim, Andrea Lee, thirteen and five, taking on Vivian Arajal at ten and three. Arajal minus one ten, uh, Andrea Lee minus one ten. Uh, it's a pick them. I know. So you can't even go women's science here. We just got to go Andrea Lee, right? This is so tough because if Vivian Arajal was at plus money, I would say women's science all day long. Mm-hmm. KGB Lee has not been the same. As of recently that she was two years ago, dude. You think so? She does not have the output. She doesn't have the volume and the cadence that she once had. She fights way slower, dude. Way slower. That outside jab, it used to be like a full on like like freaking pop, 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 pop. Like touch, 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 touch. Now it's like selectively choose, selectively choose. And then the problem is someone closes the distance. She's not very good on the ground. She can get ground and pounded out pretty quickly. Air jaw is strong. She's durable. Mm. I think that... This is a matter of someone that could close the distance on someone that's not exercising her volume. Um, so I'm, I've been fading KGB, dude. I think I'm going to fade her again right now. 
What's interesting, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the volume thing. If you look at Arizal's last two losses, she lost to Caitlin Chukagian. Right. All volume. But who else fights like Caitlin Chukagian? Jessica I, who is also the other person to beat her. So the formula to, to beat Arizal is there. It's there. It's stay on the outside and jab. Yep. Ones and twos, slip and get out. Um, if If Andrea can return to form, that's a viable play. But right. to the point that we've been making, or you've been making lately as well, or you told me, and whatever, this is how we got how we got <laughs> here. I fucking walked into a sentence and I don't know how to get out of it. Um, you can't bet on what a, what you think a fighter could do. You right. have to bet on what a fighter is most likely to do. Yeah, and Andrea Lee dropping the ball here. Although, although. Andrea can sneak in takedowns, I think, and win win the latter half of rounds. So just something to consider. If it's a close round, she can shoot, take get takedowns. It's a very even fight. Pickham's yeah. Pickham's pretty accurate. Um, probably just gonna be 100 percent honest with you. Unless there's a clear cut underdog by fight day, gonna avoid this one. Yeah. Okay. Or play the over. Or, or play the over. Yeah. You never know. Well, Andrea stopped. Cynthia Calvillo last time out. Wow. Remember Calvillo's corner threw in the towel said, this ain't it for you, boo. <laughs> we not to see you get beat up like this. Yeah. So, all right. Want to run through these real quick? Do it. Maximov, Petrovsky. Maximov. Tyra and Candelario. Tyra. Verna and Angela Hill. Verna Angela by Hill. sub. Yep, that's right. Um, Michael Johnson, Alon Patrick. MJ. Yep, MJ for sure. Air Zhao, Andrea Lee. Air Zhao. Uh, yeah, just for the, the sake of picking it. All right. Hadley and Nascimento. Nascimento. Yeah, for me. sure. Camacho and Torres. Oh, we're playing. You like the under in this one and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll just play that. Be safe. Okay. okay. Chukagian and Hebus. Chukagian. By, By decision. decision plus money. Smolka and Davy Grant. Davy Grant, but we're not under, playing. Under two and a half. There you go. Ryan Span, Iwan Kutalaba. The Hulk. The Hulk money line and the Hulk uh by Hulk inside the distance. Yep. All right. And then Yawn and Rockich. Rockich. Rockich and under four and a half. Yes. Cool. All right. Um, guys, if you don't already do so, you can follow us everywhere at Punchless MMA. You can email us if you want to do that. Do we even check our email anymore? Can people email us? Um, yeah, we have an email. We have an email like we haven't read, or like we have an email that they can send stuff to. Might be both. Okay. Chat at punch <laughs> chat at punchlessmma.com. Uh if you don't follow us on betmma.tips, do so. Um, because we post our plays there along with our units. So if you want to see what we're betting on these fights, as opposed to just what we're betting, if you want to see our bets third-party tracked, go to betmma.tips and look for Punchlist uh, MMA Podcast. You'll find us there. You can see what we're doing right there. We were up, is it five units? Five units last event. So 5.5. 5.5 units. Uh, we went eight and eight plus... 5.5 units. So money management comes into play. Um, and 
best way to support the show is by visiting the sponsors and using the codes. If you go to legionsclothing.com, use promo code uh, punch, you can save 15%. Or if you go to Stay Classy Meats and use promo code fist, you can save 10%. That's about it, man. Do you have anything else you want to leave the people with? If you watch this video later, please like this video. Oh, yeah. If you listen to the audio, tell a friend. Mm. Share it around. Mm, cool. That's good. That's good. What's that? What's that like? What's that little clip that everybody's using uh, for like TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff where it's like, um, man, I can't believe you're not famous. Well, I'm not famous yet because you haven't shared my shit. So, uh, that's cute. Share it, bro. Share, share it. it. Share it. Sharing is caring. That's what it. the Care Bear said. Just tell somebody about it. Uh, all right. I love you guys. Be good to each other. We'll see everybody next week. Bang, bang. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.